privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. The Road to Rediscovery is sponsored by BetterHelp. Let me ask you something. Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals? You know, for me growing up, feelings of anxiety, inadequacy, doubt, and even imposter syndrome got in the way uh, of me reaching my goals and reaching my full potential, right? So BetterHelp addresses these and more. It's not a crisis line and it's not self-help. It's professional therapy done securely online. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your therapist. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't have to ever sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. It's more affordable than traditional offline therapy and, get this, financial aid is even available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. They mean it. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. That's Better H-E-L-P. And join the over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And there's a special offer for our Road to Rediscovery listeners. Get 10% off your first month when you register at BetterHelp.com slash Road to Rediscovery. We're all on this journey of life together. And it sure feels good to know professional help is within our reach with BetterHelp. Again, that's Better H-E-L-P. Thanks to BetterHelp for sponsoring this podcast. Our lives are laid out on a road of bumps, turns, struggles, and more. How do we respond? How do we endure adversity for learning and growth? I'm Aubrey Johnson, and we'll explore these questions and more on The Road to Rediscovery. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Road to Rediscovery. I'm your host, Aubrey Johnson. The Road to Rediscovery is about reflecting on life lessons to learn and grow from them and pay it forward to help others who are struggling through dark times. Now, this special solo episode is dedicated to the impact of music, the impact that it has on our lives. Now, most of you know that I have a tremendous love for all genres of music. I believe without any doubt that every single one of us have at least one song, one song that we connect and relate with. It may call out 
to our current circumstances or past experiences. This is why music is often referred to as the soundtrack of our lives. To me, the absolute beauty of this lies in the amazing talents of the songwriters and the artists. Their remarkable ability to express their life events and emotions in a song can connect with our hearts in a way that's hard to explain. It's just so relatable, right? Think about it. These songwriters and artists, they're human too. And a lot of their tunes are inspired by their own life experiences. It's also been often said that art imitates life. Whether it's heartache, regret, guilt, or reflection, the artist's writings almost always contain a life lesson that they wish to share around the world. That's why they write the song. As some of you may know, a few years back, I recorded two episodes where I shared the top five sad songs of my life and the top five love songs of my life. In the spirit of my love of music and the beautiful way it engages all of us, I'd like to share with you five songs of life lessons that connect with me. We all have different songs that connect with us in a different way because we're all different, right? Our experiences are different. Our circumstances are different. So obviously different songs will connect with different people. So I'm going to share with you five songs of life lessons that connect with me. Before I go into it, though, there is a disclaimer. Unlike the two aforementioned episodes, this is not a, quote, top five list. All right, these five that I'm going to give to you are not in any particular order. And after hearing this, I invite you to share with me a life lesson song that has resonated with you by simply shooting me an email at roadtorediscoverypodcast at gmail.com. One last thing before we dive into these five amazing songs of life lessons, I'm going to mention, just as I did in the past Sad Songs episode, that we're all intimate with our learned lessons underscored by a song. So there really is no need to share in the details of my past events or circumstances in which I relate to the song. But I will share with you lyrically why these are so profound and impactful to me. Okay, so let's begin with the five songs. Again, in no particular order. Number one, A Simple Man by Leonard Skinner. Now, this was recorded in 1973 uh, by the band members Ronnie Van Zant and Gary Rossington, shortly after Van Zant's grandmother and Rossington's mother passed away around the same time. So these guys got together at Van Zant's apartment one night, right? just to share memories of their mother and grandmother. And the more they talked and shared, it started to organically form into a song. And so you can tell in the lyrics, some of the lyrics I'm going to share with you, how these two gentlemen who got together, everything was so relatable in their relationships with their respective mother and grandmother. The song opens up by... Simply, you know, the gentlemen are, are telling a story. They're, they're explaining what their experience was with their mother, right? So the, the song opens up saying, Mama told me when I was young, come sit beside me, my only son, and listen closely to what I say. She's about to drop some knowledge on him, right? 
So, uh, he's, so she says, and listen closely to what I say. And if you do, it'll help you some sunny day. And then at a very high level, she's just going over some do's and don'ts about navigating through life, right? Uh, for instance, she says, take your time. Don't move too fast. Troubles will come and they will pass. She's being very real with them. Go find a woman and you'll find love. And don't forget, never forget, there is someone up above. The higher power, right? The almighty. Those are simple life lessons, very succinctly put by the mother in the words of this song. Later in the, in, in the tune, she goes on to say, Forget your lust for the rich man's gold. All you need is in your soul. Now, how deep is that for a life lesson? How deep is that? She's talking about forget the worldly possessions of what society puts value on. The true value is inside of you, who you are. It's just absolutely beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. All right. And that brings us to number two. Again, in no particular order. I'm just saying them, you know, by how I have it listed uh, on my little scrapbook here. The second song I want to share with you really resonates with me, and it's very deep. Uh, it's a song by George Michael, and I've been a big George Michael fan for many years. Um, a lot of his songs have resonated with me. Uh, this song is called Move On. Move On. It was recorded in 1996 as part of his album, older and um all the songs resonated with me from this album but this one really really connected to my heart i guess particularly because when this song was released in 96 and a big part of 96 i celebrated this song by playing it in my car playing it in my apartment just about everywhere i i i, I ventured i i played the album um great album and, you know, my personal circumstances at the time, particularly in fall of 1996, and I know I said I, not to share personal circumstances or details, but I'm just going to tell you briefly about this because it connected with me so much. My personal circumstances at that time were very dark, very dark. The one woman that I was dating that I knew I loved and wanted to spend the rest of my life with, well that relationship was over. And so, you know, just lots of lonely evenings in my apartment. And I did everything I can to escape that loneliness, uh, that constant reminder of, you know, just being alone by hopping in my car, going out to bars, casually meeting, you know, uh, women and females and, uh, and, and just, 
just really having my life out of whack. I mean, all my priorities were out of whack. Um, staying out even on weeknights till three, four in the morning and having to be at work at eight in the morning and um, being late on my rent, late on my car payments. I mean, late on my phone bill. I mean, it just, the, the list just goes on. Okay. Very dark time. Um, and it all snowballed because I had things out of, out of priority. Uh, anyhow, this song, and I'm going to share with you the lyrics, uh, really connected with me during this dark time in my life. So the song opens up by saying, and, and I've felt this way too, by the way, I, I, I tr- I've truly felt this way. Um, I've been in and out of favor with Lady Luck. I got to tell you, I've seen things I've never wanted to see, right? And let me ask you something before I go to the next lyrics. Have you ever felt like you were just going through life in in a fog? You know, like nothing's really changed from day to day. You're just meandering through life in a fog, maybe even sleepwalking or feel like you're sleepwalking. Well, this was me during that time. And the ways that I chose to correct it or to escape it or to resolve it, quote unquote, they weren't the right ways. They weren't the right ways. They, uh, poor choices. But of course, you know, we learn from these things. That's what this uh, show is about. <clears throat> so I'm going back to the lyrics now. The next line says, really get this, get this. This is what he's telling himself. And this is what I told myself. I've got to get back on my feet. I feel like I've been sleeping Sweet, sweet time has been a real good friend of mine. Now, like I said, I was going through a dark time, but at the same time, I'm thinking, you know, sweet time has really been a good friend of mine. Time has been on my side, even during those dark days. Time was a good friend of mine because things could have been worse, but they didn't get worse. So the time allowed me to learn and realize, hey, there is hope. You don't have to be alone. Anyhow, back to the lyrics. Um, The chorus that George Michael goes into says, you've just got to move on. Hold it together. Right? Hold it together. Move on. Life is so short. Move on. Only time will set you free. Just like they say, time heals all wounds, right? Only time will set you free. Put your tears behind you. I've had some lonely nights where I cried. You know, I, I, I truly have. And I'm, I stepped away from the lyrics, but now I'm telling you, I've had some nights where I've truly cried during those dark days. And in the song, it says, put your tears behind you. You better get yourself where you want to be. I knew where I wanted to be, and I knew where I needed to be at that time. Just didn't know how to get there. And then he says, I think of all the days and nights I spent crying, and I moved on. And that was me, spending those days and nights just just crying. In the second verse, it goes on to say and talks about how, you know, just been meandering through life, going through this fog, 
And then, then George says, some angel called me up and told me I was sleeping. And he said, don't waste time because even angels say goodbye. And I guess that's what I mean when it comes to time being a good friend of mine, because I think there was an angel watching over me. And even though I was wasting time and, and taking things out of priority and really making poor choices, my angel didn't say goodbye. I saw that there was hope around the corner. This song really connects with me. And um, one of the final lines that George Michael says in this tune is, I'm going to be lucky in love someday. And isn't that basically what we're all looking for? To, you know, find someone to love, to be in love, right? And so this song is about loneliness. It's about um, self-reflection. It's about um, making a plan. A plan to get up off your feet, to pick yourself up, and to move on. All right, that takes us to number three. Number three is In the Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. Now, this song was released in 1998. And if you're familiar with Mike Rutherford, um, he's Mike in Mike and the Mechanics, but he's also, I believe, the guitarist for the group Genesis, um, where they had uh, a ton of hits uh, throughout the 80s. But this song was written by Mike Rutherford and B.A. Robertson, who both lost their fathers in 1986. Okay. Now, I can relate to this song as well, uh, because the song is about a son who is conflicted. He, he has a conflicted relationship with his father. The son um, is filled with regret, filled with shame, filled with sorrow after his father dies. Uh, The regret comes from not reconciling and settling their differences with his father before he died. And the reason this resonates with me, and it's a life lesson, you know, anyone you love or you're estranged from, if the time comes to where it looks like It may be the end of their existence in this world, either for them or for you. Uh, It's totally, totally just paramount to to just settle those differences and air air out whatever needs to be aired out before that time passes, before it becomes too late. And... That's what this song is about. My father, my father, um, was really, really close to passing on in uh, 2006, in fall of 2006. And there were some things I had to get off my chest to explain and share with him that I've held for so many years. And I didn't know how to do it because with his sickness, I didn't want it. I didn't want that time to be about me, 
but I felt like I needed to tell him this before it was too late. So after talking with my wife, she convinced me to walk up to his bed and to talk to him what and tell him what I needed to tell him. And I'm so glad I did. I'm so glad I did. Okay, let's go to the lyrics of The Living Years by Mike and the Mechanics. You can almost tell what this song is about when you hear the opening lyrics. When um, when the group when when the gentleman says, and I think it's B. A. who's um, who's doing the lead vocals. Every generation blames the one before. Okay, um, he goes on to say, um, and he and and he's talking about his estranged relationship with his father. Okay. And the regret that he's having, um, you know, in, in not telling him what he wanted to tell him while he was living. So he goes on to say, I know that I'm a prisoner to all my father held so dear. I know that I'm a hostage to all his hopes and fears. I just wish I could have told him in the living years. And that's true. As children, we are prisoner to our father's hopes and fears. I mean, you know, our parents naturally love us and they hope the best for us and they fear for things that we encounter as children, even as grown or adult children. So yeah, that's very relatable. And he goes on to say, uh, you just can't get agreement in the present tense. So they never, they never, they never agreed on anything, right? A lot of conflict. You just can't get agreement in this present tense. We all talk a different language, talking in defense. So, you know, the conversations become very defensive and it's not anyone trying to be, um, it's not anyone trying to listen. They're trying to be heard. And, and, and that's, that's, that's a key element right there that I'm going to share with you here in a moment. So the chorus, the chorus, they say, say it loud, say it clear. You can listen as well as you hear. That's a lesson. That's a life lesson, right? And, and this is what, this is what BA is telling himself. You know, when his father was telling him these things, he should have listened and not just hear him. When you hear somebody, that's that's good. But are you really listening to what they're saying? Right. Are you really listening to what they're saying? Is the father listening to what the son is saying? It goes both ways. It's too late when we die to admit we don't see eye to eye. That's when it's too late. And that's the regret that he's talking about. And then he says, we open up a quarrel between the present and the past. Okay. People argue about things that are going on right now. And then they argue about, well, do you remember that time when you blah, 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 you know, talking about the past, bringing it up and nothing can be done about that. Right. We only sacrifice the future. It's the bitterness that lasts. 
Now that cuts to the bone. Those lines really cut to the bone. Those quarrels about the present and the past, you're sacrificing the future. Any potential, any hope for just improving the relationship for the future is getting sacrificed because of this bitterness. It's poison that one or both people hold for each other. And then by the time one passes, it's just too late. It's just too late. The last part of this song I want to share, it it gives me goosebumps on my arms, okay? Uh, It gives me chills. B.A., who's talking about, you know, the regret of not being able to speak or tell his father what he wanted to before he passed, he's about to become a father himself. And so in near the, the end of the lyrics, he says, I think I caught his spirit, his father's spirit, later that same year. I'm sure I heard the echo, his echo, in my baby's newborn tears. I just wish I could have told him in the living years. Now that just gives me goosebumps implying that his own child's tears and crying is his father's spirit through him to the child. That sense chills down my spine in a, in a, in a loving, loving way of um, how someone's legacy can be passed on for sure. All right, let's talk about song number four. Okay, we're getting there. Song number four is Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve. Now, this song became a popular song. Um, It was released in 1997, but I think what made it quite popular was not just the symphonic um, uh, sample, which I believe was taken from a song from the Rolling Stones uh, years ago, but it's also the the movies that this uh, that this uh, tune was featured in. One that sticks out to me is uh, "Cruel Intentions," which I believe was a 1998 movie, maybe. Um, but anyhow, I feel this song is beautifully arranged, beautifully arranged. Um, but when you say something's beautifully arranged. It, you, you tend to lean towards, oh, okay, well, it's beautifully arranged. Um, it's very positive. It's uplifting and so forth. Well, not this song, quite honestly. The lead singer, his name is Richard Ashcroft. Okay, He offers a perspective on everyday life in this song that is quite raw, very cynic, and somber, very somber. What he does is he takes life as as a whole and reflects on everything we've done everything we do you know there's these in between moments where we try to find some sort of happiness but in the grand scheme of things from start to finish in life what all are we doing okay that's that's what he is implying in this song and here's what i mean i'll open up with the lines here cuz it's a bittersweet symphony That's life. He's calling life a bittersweet symphony, right? Trying to make ends meet. You're a slave 
to money than you die. So he's, he's, he's kind of like summarizing everything up in life that we try to do. Uh, we're just trying to make a living and make ends meet for us and for our families. And we're a slave to money because we know we have to work to get money so that we can make ends meet and have a life, right? And then after a whole lifetime of doing that, you just die. That's what he's expressing in this song. He talks about changing, wanting to change, but he doesn't feel he can change because you have to work to get money to make ends meet. (laughs) So he says, no change. I can change. He says he can change. He repeats it a few times. I can change. But I am here in my mold. I am here in my mold. You can't change unless you break out of the mold, right? So he's he, he wants to change, but the struggle is trying to get out of the mold in order to change. And he he just can't do it. And so I think in part of the cynic uh, perspective of this song, um, and, and this is just my speculation, Richard hasn't been you know, close to God. And, and he says in the lyrics, well, I've never prayed, but tonight I'm on my knees. Yeah. Okay. And he, and he says he needs to hear some sounds that recognize the pain in me. Yeah. And through prayer, you will hear sounds. I truly believe being a Christian in prayer, you will hear sounds and those sounds may not be audible but they speak to your heart in the Lord, recognizing your pain. That's how I interpret this line. He says, I let the melody shine. Let it cleanse my mind. I am free now. That prayer on his knees praying, it's made him free. It's set him free. And so, as you can see, he slowly starts to turn around and say, you know, I can change. I can get out of this mold. You know, there, there, there is hope, but, you know, there's a, a, a second or third verse. I, I just got to share this with you because how many of you have um, totally botched up the lyrics of a song because for so many years you thought the lyrics said X, Y, Z, but instead it said something different, right? Well, I kind of botched up the lyrics in the next, in the next verse here. Um, the next verse, it says, cause it's a bittersweet symphony. That's life trying to make ends meet, trying to find some money, then you die. So it's not, you know, you're a slave to money. It says trying to find some money, then you die. I thought it was saying, cause it's a bittersweet symphony. That's life trying to make ends meet, trying to find some body then you die because that's part of what we're doing in life, right? We are all looking for that one soulmate, the one person that we want to spend the rest of our lives with. And I thought for so many years, it said trying to find somebody, but no, it's trying to find some money going back to the money thing. 
All right, so that's number four. And the last tune I want to share with you is number five. It's You're Only Human by Billy Joel. Billy recorded this song and wrote this song back in 1985. Uh, He wrote the song to help young people struggling with depression and thoughts of suicide, right? Um, And think about it. With the stresses of high school, if you think back to your uh, teenage years, with the stresses of high school, peer pressure and social anxiety, how many of us can relate to these feelings, you know, in our teen years? There was an interview where Billy Joel admitted to attempting suicide himself. And uh, with this song, he has donated all the royalties of this tune to the National Committee for Youth Suicide Prevention. And I remember the video. I vaguely remember the video as a kid or a teenager um, when I saw it on MTV. It started with, I believe, uh, a young a young teenager uh, on top of a bridge um, about to fall into a river or a big body of water, I believe. And then Billy Joel appears, I think, in a trench coat as like an angel talking to this young person. And this song really has an upbeat uh, tune. It's not depressing or dark. Um, It says very real things about, you know, how life can beat you up. But it also has the upbeat tune. And um, there are there are shades of optimism and shades of hope that is uh, sprinkled throughout the tune. The first line he tells, and he says this as the angel to the teenager, you're having a hard time, and lately you don't feel so good. You're getting a bad reputation in your neighborhood, right? That's maybe that social anxiety um, that's happening to teenagers and peer pressure. So, um, he tells the person, he tells the youth, it's all right. It's all right. Sometimes these struggles are, are what it takes, right? You're only human. You are allowed to make your share of mistakes. And so a big part of this, again, being very real, is you better believe, this is, these are the lyrics, you better believe there will be times in your life when you're feeling like a stumbling fool. So take it from me. That's what he's saying. Take it from me. You'll learn from your accidents more than anything you could ever learn at school. And that's the truth. The school of life will teach you and reveal so many more things than you could ever learn in a formal education, uh, educational institution. And the chorus, he says, don't forget your second wind, right? That second wind, um, it, it's, 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 that, it's that lull or that funk that you may be in at some point in your life where, you know, just an extra breath of life breathes and, uh, and you know, breathes through you. And, 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 and you, you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, and you get back in that race that's your second wind. And Billy Joe in the video as the angel is telling this person, don't forget your second wind. 
wait in that corner until that breeze blows in. And it will. And he's being very real. He says, it's all right, though you feel your heartbreak, you're only human. You're going to have to deal with heartache. That's just life. It's the truth. It's what we go through, right? Just like we say on the road to rediscovery, there are no detours. You have to go through it. Some tremendous life lessons here. Tremendous life lessons. And of course, waiting in that corner till that breeze blows in. And it shouldn't take anyone being self-righteous, thinking that they're immune to all the imperfections and the setbacks of life to preach this to someone who's struggling, okay? It doesn't take a person like that. It takes a person who has struggled and has recognized and acknowledged that struggle and has persevered to help this person who is struggling, as this youth is in the, in the song, in the video. And I say that to say that even as an angel in the video, Billy Joel is quite transparent in sharing with the youth this last line I'm going to read you. You probably don't want to hear advice from someone else. What teenagers want to hear advice from others, right? So he didn't say that part. That, that, was, that was my part. Or that was, you know, my, my little anecdote, my input. But Billy Joe did say, you probably don't want to hear advice from someone else. But I wouldn't be telling you if I hadn't been there myself. Boom. That says it right there. That says it right there. He's been through those struggles. And he's overcome. And he's helping this youth who is currently going through struggles with the lessons he's learned. And there you have it. Those are my five songs of life lessons. Notice I didn't say top five songs, all right? Because there are so many different songs with honorable mention. There's so many different songs with just stories of life, right? And, and lessons learned from life and reflection, you know, that, that, that touches each of us in a different way. So it won't be top five songs. But these are my five songs of life lessons. And who knows, maybe in the near future, I will share with you five more songs of life lessons that I, you know, that comes to mind. So what are your songs of life lessons? Please let us know. I would love to hear what they are at Podcast at gmail.com. Remember, no list is better or worse. What matters is that it causes you to reflect, rediscover the lesson, and you feel the waves of gratitude and humility cascade through your heart and soul through the lyrics and the lessons behind the lyrics. And lastly, if you haven't done so yet, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Lipson, or anywhere you listen to your shows. Thanks again for listening, guys. We'll chat again soon. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Roads Rediscovery. We'd love to hear from you. Shoot us an email at roadsrediscoverypodcast at gmail.com and leave us any questions or comments you may have. The Roads Rediscovery is an AJ Shark production.
privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 323232 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 323232 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 323232 now text grade to 323232 